Hello and welcome. Welcome, my friends. We are in 2022, almost springtime. It's still a little chilly, but we're into the spring. And welcome to me, Mom and Dad. Uh, listeners who have stuck with us for a few years now, we're so thankful to you for listening to me, Mom and Dad. Uh, those of you who are new listeners, uh, I'll give you briefly how me, Mom and Dad started. Uh, my mom and dad were in their 80s. Uh, when I started this po- podcast, my dad was with us. We started Me, Mom, Dad, and Parkinson's because we wanted to share some beautiful, fruitful things we learned dealing with my dad's Parkinson's. And uh, so we share with the Parkinson's community how my dad lived a fruitful life with Parkinson's, and we continue to do that. Then the podcast kind of grew into joy and some funny moments, and we started to share recipes, as uh, most of my family are great cooks. My mom and I owned a bakery some years ago, so we like to share recipes. So that's uh, how we started, me, mom, and dad. Uh, My dad did pass away. It'll be a year ago. He passed away in April. And so my mom and I and the rest of my family are uh, moving on like my dad would want us to do. My dad was a reverend, so he instilled in us to, of course, you're going to be sad and grieve some. But he always uh, would say to us, when I go home to glory, don't you be grieving and in depression and so sad that you can't move on with your life. He always instilled in us, my brother and sister and I, from young kids. And so we try to know he's looking down on us and and, uh, interceding for us and watching over us, our guardian angel, my dad. We will share recipes today. I will share a quick chicken pot pie recipe. Since it's still kind of chilly, that is kind of a, you know, a comforting recipe. Quick chicken pot pie and orange chicken. And this is a quick orange chicken recipe, too, that my mom has been doing for some years now. And so stay tuned for those recipes. Uh, We are gladly, it seems like uh, we are trying to come out of uh, COVID. Man, uh, my dad did pass away last year, but it was not because of COVID. My dad, uh, was ha- his, his name is Harold. My mom's name is Gloria, and I need to get her on this podcast too, which I will do in the future podcast. My dad was 86, or was he 87? I think he was 86. But it might have been 87. Anyway, he uh, he didn't pass away from Parkinson's. He he uh, was other elements that he passed away from. But he did live a fruitful life. Uh, he didn't pass for of COVID is what I was trying to get to. But, you know, while the COVID was going on, you know, being cooped up and all that, we are glad that it seems like 
we are trying to come out of this pandemic. So mom and I and the rest of our family, we are slowly trying to go out and eat a little dinner a little more, go out and about a little more carefully. Um, and thank goodness for that. Seems like we're the COVID numbers are down and we're trying to do better, right? Praise the Lord for that. Hope you guys are hanging in there. Uh, my friends in the, Parkins in the Parkinson's community, I pray that you are keeping your heads up. Uh, I know for my dad, when COVID, when we shut down, what, three years ago, uh, Parkinson's can bring on some depression. So you try to find ways to, we always try to find ways as a family to keep my dad's spirits up. And the COVID shutdown was not cute. It was not pretty. We couldn't go to the gym, which is how my dad lived a fruitful life. But we did have in our garage a uh, stationary bike, so he did do that. We found ways to keep him fit. Of course, he loved going out to dinner every now and then. We uh, couldn't do that, so trying to keep his spirits up, I know. My Parkinson's community friends, it's, it was a challenge, right? So it's still a challenge. You still have to be careful because uh, with Parkinson's, you have to keep those booster shots going with the vaccines and all that to stay healthy. And I hope you all are doing that. As I said before, my dad, he lived a fruitful life with Parkinson's, those of you who are new to our podcast. And he did that through exercise and movement. And studies have shown that riding the bike, the stationary bike, and they have a boxing program for Parkinson's exercise is the key. Most people would see my dad, and unless I told them he had Parkinson's, you wouldn't have known that he had Parkinson's. He lived a fruitful life because of exercise. It is the key to uh, fighting Parkinson's. So get up and do a little bit at a time and get moving, my friends. And not just the Parkinson's community, for for all of us. I find myself getting lazy sometimes. And Mom and I are going to the Y tomorrow to ride that bike and get our bodies moving. Exercise, exercise, exercise is the key. I didn't talk about it much when my dad was living. Uh, Parkinson's can bring on hallucinations. And um, it was a bit scary for my mom and I. And um, I did share it once or twice on one of the one of the episodes, previous episodes. And so I will uh, touch on it a bit. My dad, when he first got diagnosed, that was uh, the scary part is he, you know, would see things. And we'd have to say, Dad, you know, that didn't really happen. He didn't believe us. And that's one of the symptoms of Parkinson's. Um, and, um, my brother said to me, Tia, as I said, my dad's a pastor, so he instilled in us a faith in God, uh, big time. So my brother says to me, Tia, I know that all the symptoms of Parkinson's, I know medically what you're saying to me and 
he said, but I want you, my, my brother lives a few hours away from us, so it's m my mom and dad and I who, who, you know, were roommates together. And my brother so told me years ago when the hallucination started, he said, T, I want you guys to start doing something at night. Start having a little prayer before you guys go to bed. And just pray and uh, start with that. And we did. Uh, my mom and I would, and dad, we would sing a hymn, which my dad loved singing hymns. On previous episodes, I've played uh, the three of us singing together. It was so beautiful. And uh, we did. We started praying before we went to bed. And I'm telling you, my friends, it wasn't 100% perfect, but it helped a whole lot, my dad, with the hallucinations. We just sang a hymn and we prayed together. And I just prayed that my dad would have peace as he's sleeping. The hallucinations seem to happen more at night. And that seems to be the story uh, with Parkinson's for a lot of patients is it's at night as you're going to sleep that at that it happened. And so we would pray and we did it every single night. We didn't miss a night from that time we started till my dad passed away. We every night we would pray. And you know, I'm telling you the the hallucinations they were less. I would almost like to say he hardly ever had any anymore. Uh the neurologist he did uh subscribe my dad with a, a nighttime medication so he did sleep better um he did still when he got on that medication he would still have a hallucination but with the prayer and the combination of the medication and the singing they 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 were better they almost always went away um and um that's what we did and the medication, as I said, the medication and the prayer and the peace, he slept better and the hallucinations uh, kind of went away. We did talk to him when it when they started and just tried to get my dad to understand that what he was seeing was part of the symptoms of Parkinson's. And my dad being so smart, he kind of looked at us. Like he didn't believe us, but he did believe that what we were saying was the truth that it was a symptom of Parkinson's. So he got better and better at that. He lived a more peaceful life, a fruitful life with the hallucinations. And once again, I share with you the, I always share with the Parkinson's community about the medication for uh, Parkinson's most most uh, Parkinson's patients are on Cordodopa Levodopa, and my dad was on that one. My mom and I would call it the yellow pill because it was always yellow. Um, and what we, sh when we started this uh, podcast, was uh, sharing with the Parkinson's community the importance of allowing that Cordodopa Levodopa to absorb properly so remember um for my dad we gave him his medication 
two hours before and after his meals. So my mom gave him his first pill at 5 a.m. in the morning. So that that yellow pill would absorb on an empty stomach. He would not eat for the next two hours. That's why we started it at 5 a.m. on an empty stomach. When he started uh, with the Parkinson's and the medication, we weren't doing it properly, giving it to him properly, and they weren't working because we were giving him, giving it to him too close to his meals. And when we figured that out between the nurses and the doctors, we figured out he needed that two hours to absorb in his body. It worked tremendously. He could walk. He could. He just did better. So that is important. So he would eat his breakfast around 8 or 8.30, and we'd let the meal absorb for another two hours. We wouldn't give him, let the food absorb for two hours. And then he'd have his next Parkinson's yellow pill like around 11. Let me see. He ate it. 8.30, yeah, we gave him his second yellow pill around 11 or 11.30. And you, he would not eat, if he had it at 11.30, he wouldn't eat for another two hours. And that's what is important. Uh, his first meals, we would give him a light breakfast, like fruit or... What we did is at breakfast was give him a low in protein breakfast. It seems like Parkinson's does not like a lot of protein. So we started his breakfast with a low protein. It, w it was like, it, it was just low protein, not no protein, but we looked for like breakfast bars that were low in protein. And then lunch and dinner, he pretty much ate on his own. I had one of my Parkinson's listeners told me that um, watched the garlic, which I did not know, and then I started to read that garlic wasn't good, and I did notice if we gave him something with garlic in it, he would uh, start to not do well. He would start to have uh, start shaking and not be able to walk as well. So that's true. So and then I read on uh, Michael J. Fox's website about the protein a lot of protein is not good so those are the pointers we always like to share with the Parkinson's community let that medication absorb please and exercise is the key my friends and um, my dad was a champion uh, with Parkinson's he really was a champion he as I said, my friends would say, I didn't even know your dad had Parkinson's until we told him. And he had his struggles some days, you know, he would, we called wobbly legs or his, if the, if the medication wasn't absorbing well, he would, you know, his hands would shake or he'd have wobbly legs, but he was not in a wheelchair and he would walk and he loved going to the gym and working out. He really was a champion uh, for the Parkinson's community. So get moving, my friends. Moving, moving, moving. I'm talking to myself, too, because my mom and I can get pretty lazy sometimes. So we try to knock ourselves out of that. Let's start with, let's do these recipes. This is quick. Chicken pot pie. 
all you're going to do is I use an 8 by 8 square pan, 8 by 8 ish uh, You know, you can use a bigger pan. Sorry about that. Live. Taping this podcast live. Sorry. Anywho, uh, chicken pot pie. Uh, spray the pan with, you know, like a Pam spray. And then I use the already crust, like Pillsbury Doughboy uh, already uh, crust, already made crust. And you'll take a bottom crust and lay it in the pan on top of the pan spray and what you want to get is a can of cream of chicken soup um two cans two cans uh yeah you know you know you can get that the biggest the big large can too either the two small cans or the big largest can can be sufficient cream of chicken and what you want to do is get to chop up some carrots. I like to put potatoes, um, celery. Um, my family like corn in there. Just add that to the cream of chicken soup. Put cream of chicken soup in a bowl so you can mix everything. Celery, any kind of vegetables you like. Potatoes I like to put in there. Carrots, celery, and, and corn any kind of vegetables. Mix that in the bowl into the cream of chicken and pour the cream of chicken mixture on top of your crust. Uh-huh. Then you take the next crust, put it on. Oh, I also like to add some pads of butter. Just a couple of pads of butter. Butter is good, my friends. You know it is. You might as well put a half a stick. Okay, a quarter stick in there. You know. That's what I would do. Pour it in there. You don't even have to melt it if you don't want to. But if you want to melt the butter, that's fine too. Um, add a little salt and pepper or any of your herbs. And again, pour that on top of the bottom crust. Then you want to take the next second crust, put it on top of that cream of chicken mixture. And then in the middle, take a knife and... Uh, cut a slit in the middle that allows the steam to come out. Put like three slits, you know, like in a triangle right in the middle. And put the chicken pot pie in the oven on 350 for about 35-ish, 40 minutes until your crust is brown. Also, I forgot to mention, uh, you don't have to do it, but that bottom crust that we put in first on top of the Pam, Pam, Pam spray, I do like to bake that bottom crust for like five or six minutes on 350. And uh, you don't have to do that, but I do like to bake it a bit. But you don't have to. The crust will cook, but I like to bake the bottom crust. Put the whole completed chicken pot pie. Oh, you like to put peas in there? A lot of people like peas in their chicken pot pie. Put it in the oven. That's your quick chicken pot pie, my friends. Quick orange chicken. You want to get some cut up parts of chicken. Uh, you know, or you can do wings, thighs, any parts of chicken you like. 
uh, get your parts of chicken, season with salt and pepper. And uh, you're going to need orange juice, but the concentrated frozen orange juice. You need the box of Lipton Cup of Soup Packs. It's the Lipton Cup of Soup that's in the packs. and It's in a box. And it's, I say Lipton because that's what we always grab. You know, they're in the envelopes of soup in the box. So you need that. And see, you need some white wine. You can use red, but I think we always use white. Used, I always use white wine. So you're just going to let your frozen concentrated orange juice, let it melt. Pour that melted concentrated orange juice in a bowl. And you just need one of those concentrated. I mean, if you're doing like a whole lot of chicken, then you would get two or three or four. How many people you're feeding? But just use the one, what, eight ounce can that is, 12 ounce can. And let it melt again and pour that in a bowl. Pour a cup of white wine in with the orange juice. And you know, you can go a little more with the wine if you want. It won't hurt it. And then you take an envelope pack of the lip and cup of soup, one envelope. It comes in a box of a couple envelope packs. But one pack of the Lipton cup of onion soup, by the way. Lipton onion soup mix. Pour that in there. It's got like dried up onions and all that. If you haven't seen, it's nice. That's what really seasons it up. Pour that in the bowl with the orange juice and wine. Mix it all up, my friends. Pour it on top. Place your chicken in a baking dish and pour this wine orange juice mixture on top. Put it in the oven on 350 for a good 50 minutes to an hour. Uh, yep. Until you see your chicken browning. That'll be like close to an hour. On 350. So good. My mom has been making this recipe for a good, well, since I was a young girl. And I'm 25 years old, is she? Okay, you know I'm fibbing. But it's good. You can watch it after about 45 minutes. Take a look at it. If you want to baste it, you can. It's so delicious. Orange chicken. Chicken pot pie, my friends. Thank you for listening to our podcast, Spread the Word, and please subscribe to our new listeners. Uh, when you are listening to this podcast, if you look up the top, that that Wi-Fi looking uh, icon, you click that and that's how you subscribe. And whenever I put out a podcast, uh, you will get an alert. Thank you so much. Remember, exercise, exercise, exercise. Exercise is the key to living a fruitful life with Parkinson's. Keep laughing. Keep the faith, my dad always would say to me, to my brother and sister, what are you doing worrying? God is in control. I would say, Dad, what, why? This is bad, whatever we'd be going through. And he just look at us and say, "Why are you? Why are you worrying?" And it's true, we're still here. So be at peace and 
from when my dad was uh, living to keep him not having to go through depression. My family and friends would always continue to keep coming around and keeping keeping him and uh, my mom and I too happy and laughing. We started sharing these recipes because my brother and sister and friends were always in the kitchen cooking and laughing and shooting the breeze. Food brings people together. So keep your heads up, my friends. We are coming out of this pandemic, and this pandemic has taught us all a lot to love and laugh and keep our faith in God that we'll all be okay. Exercise, exercise is the key. My Parkinson's friends. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you the next park uh, podcast. And while we're closing, please enjoy the music. Mm-hmm.